Welcome back to another episode of Am I Doing This Right? I'm Corinne Fox. And I'm Natalie McMillan. And we are best friends, confidants, millennials, and the host of Am I Doing This Right? A life how-to podcast from the perspective of non-experts. And each week we cover a new topic and we drink a new bottle of wine. Yes, we do, Nat. And this week we are talking from trash to, to, treasure. to treasure how to compost. This was actually a listener requested episode. I know. And we're going to be talking about what is composting if you don't even know what that means. Don't worry, you're not behind. How to do it, why it's beneficial for you and our planet mm-hmm. and your plants. The plants and the planet. The plants, the planets, and all of it. And you know, at the end of the episode, we're going to be doing a little wrap-up game. So stay tuned. We'll have a wrap-up game. Stay tuned. Now, what are we drinking this episode? Well, we are drinking the Brand Borg. You know we love Brand Borg. They're Riesling. We talked about it for like three solid years. We're drinking their 2018 Pinot. I don't know if we drink, we've had their Pinot. I don't think we've had their Pinot. I think we've had their Pinot Gris, Ooh. which is actually more of a, a white. A white wine? Yes, and this is a straight up Pinot. And I love an Oregon Pinot. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, there it is. I have a TV rack for the girlies listening. I've already recommended oh, it yes, to you. Yes, I need but to start. If you guys just want like a cute, okay, I'm going to take cute out, a really funny comedy TV show, half hour, and you're like, I've watched everything. I've watched all the good ones. No, no, no. Isn't it British also? It's Irish. Irish. It's called Dury Girls. It's on Netflix. It's so funny. I love it. I feel like it's, uh, what does it remind me of? It's literally about these like four teenage girls in high school in the 90s. And it is so, these girls are so ridiculous that I'm like, I can't even, it's hysterical if you need something to just watch tonight. You're like, what? My mom- I will say in the beginning, you don't, you're like their accents. You're like, what? You got to have subtitles. Well, you get used to it. But in the beginning, you're like, oh, whoa. Like your ears just not used to that. They have a very specific Irish accent okay. that like throws you. But it's so funny and so cute. My mom told me like two years ago. She's like, have you been watching Dairy, Gir- Dairy Girls or whatever? I'm like, no. She's like, it is so funny. I've Okay. I realize it's D-E-R-R-Y. Dairy? But they, Dairy? they say it's. Daddy? Da- daddy, daddy, I can't daddy. do. It. I don't know what I'm even doing right now. Daddy, girl, I don't know how to do an Irish. <laughs> it's really hard. Sarsha, Sarsha Ronan. Sarsha Ronan. Sarsha Ronan. I can't do Irish. It remind the way that it's in my head that I don't think is. It's the Irish accent of British people. I mean, no. it's the Southern accent. Well, <laughs> no, not the accent. The show. I'm thinking, who's that? It's like a guy that plays a girl and he's like, Jimmy. Yes. It's similar. It's similar in tone. Similar humor. It's similar in tone. I love that. What was the name of that? I know. It was like Summer Heights High. It was Summer Heights High. And he was huge. Yeah. Yeah. It's this like Australian guy (laughs) playing this teenage girl. But he also plays like the teacher. He plays like everyone. It's a great one. That is a good one. Okay. So let's get into composting, Natalie. Let's talk about composting. Um, And why we chose this episode. Yeah. Well, again, chose it because it's a listener request and those are our favorites. You know, when you guys request an episode, it immediately goes to the top of our priorities. So yeah, we do it immediately. We will do it immediately if you request it. 
So send them in, friends. Um, But we were very interested in this one. As the generation who has been the most heavily affected by climate change, we're always looking for more ways to be good to the environment and to step our game up. And composting typically isn't really talked about when you live in a big city. So we were like, you know what? Let's let's do we some learn learning. A thing or two. We, we should could, do some yeah, learning. Yeah. Do you want to go into some facts about composting? Because yes. we love facts. Okay. So according to the Environmental Protection Agency, food scraps and yard waste make up thirty percent of materials sent to landfills. <gasps> I know. Oh, my God. Food scraps. Food scraps. About 8% of greenhouse gas emissions come from wasted food, and roughly half of all food waste occurs during the consumption stage, meaning waste from food service and households. That's crazy. Oh, wow. And there is evidence that composting has been around since the Neolithic times. So that's wow. 12,000 years we've been we've been doing this. Connect to your ancestors by composting. Yeah. <laughs> We're unhinged. Also, compost piles can spontaneously combust, which is why it is important to get the right ratio of materials, which we will discuss. We will discuss yes. this. I did not know they could explode. That's a very fun fact. That's very... <laughs> I love a fun fact like that. You know, next time somebody says, what's a fun fact? You know, I'm going to say, did you know compost can spontaneously combust? Well, I guess because there's a lot of gases yeah. in there, uh-huh. right? It's a science project. Also, another fun fact is that George Washington loved to compost, according to some oh, historians. An eco-friendly king. Uh, literally a king. Mm, pretty much. Um, and also that worms in your compost pile can help eliminate E. coli in your soil. Oh, wow. They're doing their job. What can't composting do? Right. But first, Natalie, what is, we've been talking about what is composting? If you're yes. listening and you're like, I don't know what this you're like, is. like, get to the fucking point, people. Yeah. So composting is the natural process of recycling organic matter, such as leaves and food scraps, into a valuable fertilizer that can enrich soil and plants. Anything that grows decomposes eventually. Composting simply speeds up the process by providing an ideal environment for bacteria, fungi, and other decomposing organisms such as worms, sow bugs, and nematodes to do their work. The resulting decomposed matter, which often ends up looking like a fertile garden soil, is called compost, fondly referred to by farmers as black gold. Compost is rich in nutrients and can be used for gardening, horticulture, and agriculture. We're, t- we're turning trash to treasure, you guys. Do you get the title Do of the episode? Do you get it? Are you, are you picking up are what you we're putting down? Are you picking up what we're putting down? And there are so many benefits. Yes, there are a lot of benefits of composting. It enriches soil, helping retain moisture and suppress plant diseases and pests. It reduces the need for chemical fertilizers. It significantly cuts down on the amount of trash in a landfill and reduces the costs and carbon emissions it takes to haul and process those materials. Mm. Meanwhile, the valuable nutrients in your compostable materials make composting a favorable alternative to shipping your organic waste to a landfill. Yes, because again, 30%. Yes, that's that's insane. Also, it encourages the production of beneficial bacteria and fungi that break down organic matter to create humus. Humus, which I learned is actually like a fancy term for compost. Well, that's unappetizing. I know it's too close to hummus. Yes. So I, maybe that's hummus. why they used it to compost. 
It also reduces methane emissions from landfills and lowers your carbon footprint. The high level of microbial activity in compost boosts beneficial microbes within the soil, which in turn assists plants to strengthen their immune system. I didn't know plants had immune systems. That makes sense. You know, people that do shrooms always say that they realize that plants are like fully alive. No, I know that because I talk to my plants and I try to keep them their spirits high. I say that too. You know, I talk to them all the time. But, you know, I've never saw them. I, I haven't seen them breathe or have personalities, but I also haven't ever done mushrooms. True. So, you know, <laughs> never say never, though. And finally, mature compost applied to your garden increases the water holding capacity of the soil. Ooh, so you can water less. Yeah. And that's also good for droughts. Oh, that's smart. Mm-hmm, okay. So, mm-hmm. Natalie, what can you compost? All right. So according to the EPA, all composting requires three basic ingredients. Number one, you got your browns. So those are materials like dead leaves, branches and twigs. Two, you have your greens. That includes things like grass clippings, vegetable waste, fruit scraps, even coffee grounds. Okay. And third, water. So having the right amount of water, greens, and browns is important for the compost development. Okay. Your compost pile should have an equal amount of browns to greens. And you should also alternate layers of organic materials of different sized particles. So the brown materials provide carbon for your compost and the green provide nitrogen. And then the water provides moisture to help break down all that organic matter. Right. And this is where we could have the explosion the explosion <laughs> i want to see a compost explosion <laughs> like just like just like your little pile of leaves <laughs> shot up like, in the air we think of like those big compost tumblers and if one exploded it would sound like a generator blowing up or something jesus christ but there's also like hot and cold there's like different there's a two different types yes yeah, so there are two different types of composting there's hot composting and so that <laughs> is- <laughs> that is not when they spontaneously no, it's not it's not <laughs> it's when compost piles have the right blend of nitrogen greens and carbon browns and are kept moist and fluffed regularly they will heat up and heat up fast, stay hot, and destroy most weed seeds and pathogens. With faster decomposition, the compost may be ready in two to three months. Mm. And once the pile is fully built, new material is not added. So proper hot composting requires more than one pile. Okay. And then what about cold? Okay, so cold composting. So compost will happen even if you just pile up organic waste okay water sporadically and wait since this type of pile won't get too hot and is turned infrequently breakdown will be slower and less even weed seeds and recalcitrate materials may survive worms and other insects which cannot survive high heat decomposition may be able to live in these piles and help break down the material but Cold composting or casual composting can take up to a year. So that's more if you're just like, you know what? I'm going to make a pile. I'm not doing a science project here. I just would like to simply throw my strawberry tops in a pile. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Exactly. But I think a lot of people get composting and like biodegradable. Like that's that's a a strawberry top you can compost and it's biodegradable i think but like not everything could be composted right 
Right. Well, and everything's like sometimes stuff says biodegradable and I'm like, okay, but what does that mean? Yes. What does that mean? So we actually learned that a common misconception is that biodegradable and compostable mean the same thing, which is very incorrect. Biodegradable means that a product will naturally break down over time, but that means any period of time. It could be a thousand years. Yes. It could be like in 1,000 years, this will will decompose. This fork will decompose at some (laughs) point yes but a certified compostable product contains a required amount of material that will break down within 180 days into pieces two millimeters or less in size and this process of breaking down cannot release harmful substances such as heavy metals into the soil okay so definitely much preferable right so let's get into like let's say the girlies are listening they're like I would love to I would love to try this. Okay, so step one is select your food scraps. So fruits and veggies, including things like sweet potato skins, strawberry tops, those strawberry tops, (laughs) banana peels, etc. Eggshells, butts of lettuce or cabbage, even coffee grounds and tea bags. Okay. Anything of this nature can be composted beyond that. Things like eggshells, old flowers and even really dis- disgustingly human hair can be i don't want i don't want my hair spray, my dna involved Ooh. in this <laughs> but it can be but i guess hey you take it out of your brush that's true you could just put it in your compost <gasps> it seems scary to me <laughs> second the second step is to separate your types of composting materials so a good way to do this is to have a bag or even an old milk carton with the top cut off ready in your freezer that you can pull out and throw your food scraps in have one container for your nitrogen based compostables your greens and one for your carbon material so your dry brown things like hay if you just got some hay you know what hey <laughs> dried leaves sticks newspapers egg cartons etc oh egg cartons that's good to know yeah third you're gonna choose where you want to make your compost. If you have a backyard, you can get a compost tumbler or even an old trash can or a storage bin. You can even just have it sitting there in an uncontained pile, which would be the cold composting. Right. Which would be that this is you're just throwing shit in your pile. Mm-hmm. If you're more space limited, you do have some options. So you can bring your scraps to a community garden, many of which have um, composting programs. Should check. I should. I bet West Hollywood does not have that, but I should look into it. They actually might. Well, you know what? They might. Mm-hmm. They might. I should look into it. And you also don't need like a ton of space to compost. So according to NPR, even a five gallon box, that'll do. Okay. You can do that. Then you're going to make your mix. So like we discussed before, you're going to want to get the right mixture of the green and the brown materials to get the appropriate chemical reaction. I'm scared now. We've really talked about this thing blowing up and now I'm nervous. You know, the odds of it probably, you think you're nervous. I'm the one who gets anxious about random explosions. Yeah, you do have that fear. <laughs> it must have been a past life thing. I have no idea. Maybe, maybe yeah, maybe you died maybe in an explosion. In a, you randomly something combusted. Interesting. We should have somebody that Some, does past lives on, on the show. We can ask. And final step is you wait and aerate so composting can take a bit of time depending on the environment for example if you live in a hot environment 
It can take about two months to get the compost going. If you live in a cold environment, it could take more like six months to a year. Hot and cold. Hot and cold. But you aerate it by mixing it up. So give it a good turn if it's in a tumbler or mix it around with a stick or shovel to get some air in there so it doesn't get too wet and dense. And if your compost smells like absolute garbo, it's probably going bad and is not decomposing, meaning you need a different ratio of greens and browns or it's too wet. If your compost is decomposing properly, it will basically just smell like soil. Okay, so keep an eye on that, you guys. Keep an eye on that. So let's say the girlies and the gays and the theys, they're like, wow, we're composting. Uh Oh, we ran into some trouble. It's okay. Because if you need some help, there actually are a lot of great online resources that we will link in the show notes. One of which is the Texas A&M AgriLife Extension. They have an excellent compost troubleshooting guide that has suggestions on what to do if the pile has insects or is too wet. Also, Oregon State has a comprehensive guide for composting and vermicomposting using a worm composter to break down organic material. That would be fun. I did that in kindergarten. Really? Yeah. I'll tell a story about it after. I have a whole story. Oh, okay. I'm (laughs) on the edge of my seat. (laughs) And then another helpful resource is Cornell University's Waste Management Institute. They have a more detailed guide to composting and greens and browns, plus a lot more resources on their website. Yeah. We also found some products. Yes. You can also just, you know, you live in a city, you might need a little product. Yeah. So we found this one called Lomi. And this is if you live in a city, you don't have a backyard or live in a place without like a green bin program, you should look into this Lomi thing. It is a countertop composter with a very sleek design. It limits odors and requires very little maintenance. Also, we're not we're not sponsored it by this. It sounds like you're it reading an like ad. I'm, we're not, we're not, not reading an advert, but hey, it does sound like that. It is almost $500. So you will definitely want to be dedicated to yeah. the cause if, you, you know, you're you're going to want to get those greens and the browns right. <laughs> separated in your freezer. But it's a good thing to add to your Christmas list if you want to. Be it's in. on my Christmas list. Oh, I love that. I'm on my Christmas list. Yeah. We'll I can totally see you and Joe separating the greens and the browns. Oh, yeah. We got that. <laughs> There's also a Vitamix food cycler, which is like $100 less than the Lomi, but it still has very good reviews. There's options, you guys. Yeah. And if you still need some inspiration to compost, think about this. If everyone in the United States composted, it would be equivalent to removing 7.8 million cars from the road. Do your part. Do your part. Do your part, you guys. We we are going to we're going to figure it out. We live in a next big city. Next time, next time you eat a uh, strawberry and you think about those tops <laughs> and then you think about us. All right, you guys, we hope you learn more about composting, what it is, how to do it, and why it's beneficial for you, your plants, and our planet. And the planet. Wow. Oh, should I tell my little quick story? Yes, I want to know your quick story. It's really not a good story, but when I was in kindergarten, Miss Canales, actually, I was in this like weird program called MAP, the multi-age program. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was kindergarten first and second graders and we all learned like the same stuff which like benefits kindergartners but poor second graders <laughs> like I don't know but we called her Anna her name okay. was not Miss Canales that was the traditional program okay but map we were right innovative so mm-hmm. her name was Anna to me and we had compost boxes and we would get newspapers and we'd cut up the newspapers and put them in our little we did the verma vermi composting with the worms and one time. I know where this is going. 
I don't think you do. It's a really dumb ending to the story. Oh. But it's just a it's a core memory mm-hmm. of mine. Because these boxes were gigantic and they were made of wood and they had very sharp corners. And I don't know how I did it, but I like tripped and my hip this hit the corner of it and it like gashed my hip open and it was my first scar. Did you get stitches? I didn't have to get stitches, but I think if I wonder if it's still there. Your first scar. I, I thought was, I thought where it was going is that you ate one of the worms. Ate a worm. No, I was not like super into the worms. It's weird because you were a snake gal. I, my mom sent me a picture of us, me and one of the snakes yesterday. And she was like, ah, one of your snakes. And I was like, hmm, there it was. But I would, you know what I would do? I guess I was a worm kid because I would go around in my Barbie Jeep around mm-hmm. my town. And I, I had a little, a little styrofoam cup. And then... You know when it would rain? Yeah, and they all like get washed. They'd get wa- and they would look like ET face down in the river, like they're white. <laughs> yeah, and I would like pick them up and try to save them. Oh wow! And then I'd put them in in my garden. Oh, good for you! Oh, me and my little Barbie Jeep that I spray painted gold, and I had dice in the mirror. I'm not even kidding. I was like seven. That is so you. That's <laughs> the most you thing I've ever heard. And then my dad rigged it so it went faster because it was slow as shit. <laughs> I was like, how am I supposed to save all the worms? <laughs> I'm trying to go somewhere. (laughs) This rate, it's going to take me three hours to get around town. Okay, wait. Now, should we should we rate the wine we've been drinking this episode? I like how I said should we, as if we're not going to. (laughs) No, (laughs) I don't feel like it. Uh, It's the Brandborg Pinot 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 Noir 2018. Do you want to intro our hottie? Yes, our hottie is Miss Rosario Dawson. And she's already a hottie in her own right, but we chose her because she supported a home composting campaign. Awesome. So she's a composter. She's yeah, a guys. composting gal. Okay, one, two, Rosario. What are we feeling? Well, for all I can think about right now is what what was the last thing I saw her in? She's in a lot of things. I know, but I don't know why I can't picture her in. I keep... No, that wasn't her. She co-EP'd my documentary with me. I feel like she's been doing a lot of like... Stuff like that. Behind the scenes stuff. I think she's in something though. I know she is. She works. That girl works. Oh, she's an amazing actress. I just, I'm like, why can't I think of any of her work? I feel like my taste buds are off my tongue. It's drinkable. Oh. I don't know if that's like a raving review. Drinkable. (laughs) No, I mean like, I'm going to give it a six. I was going to say like a seven. Six Six and and a half. half. Six and a half. Six and a half feels right. Out of Rosario. Because Rosario Dawson is a... 25 out of 10. Yeah, absolutely. Ugh, great eyebrows. All right, this is the part of the episode where we play a little wrap-up game, and this week we're playing Citizen's Arrest. Citizen's Arrest. I have one because I I witnessed it the other day, and I immediately thought Citizen's Arrest. Oh, you should should go. Actually, this morning, Mm -hmm. I, I was going to Pilates. And I pull into a parking spot. I had to stop because somebody left their fucking cart. I know I've said that was a previous citizen's it arrest. It was. But I was reminded. And oh, I you said, were reminded of immediate your... jail. Yeah. Immediate jail. But the other thing that I witnessed that I thought absolute citizen's arrest, <gasps> it also felt personal to me. I was at Trader Ho's. I'm picking up my fruit as I do every few days. A man. Always a man. It's always a man. Is reaching in. To all the grape bags. He's not. He's tr- he's just taking grapes and eating them. What em. are you talking about? Do you Have you ever seen somebody do that? I've never seen somebody do that. 
Oh my God. It makes me so... <laughs> what is he doing? He's eating at the yes. grocery store? People take grapes out of, or cherries, or things with like blueberry, like things with their singles, and they're quote unquote tasting them <gasps> to see which what they I've want. Never, I've never this seen that. This man was not tasting. He was not getting grapes. He simply was snacking <gasps> on the grapes. And I looked at this man like with the most disgust and disdain how dare you do that to my grapes the cotton candy grapes i've never the seen that reds. happen that is insane to me that sounds like it should be illegal it really that's why i was about to arrest him wash your guys's fruit because apparently people are out here opening it and eating and out of that eat thing it. with their hands yes Ugh. literally reaching it and just popping them in his, and it wasn't like he was taking one he was taking like five out of each bag that's insane. Absolutely insane. Yeah, that, that is so arrest. deserving of a citizen's arrest. Immediate jail without bail. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> well, okay, my citizen's arrest is on TikTok mental health services. Oh. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? I know. I, well, I think I know what you're going to say. You know, I'm sometimes I'm in a zone. And sometimes I need to scroll on TikTok. Yes. And then, boop, that little man drops in. Hey. Would you like to get some water? Would you like to lay down? You can come back and your video will be right here. Yeah. No, man. I know. Leave me alone. And then they make me type in my password. Leave me. <laughs> yeah, it's because I've set that up. <laughs> I know. I know. I said, sir, I know it's 11 p.m. and I've been scrolling for 45 minutes. You don't need to pop in. Only 45? I don't know how long until he oh, comes, you know. I, I don't... think it's like two hours for me. <laughs> Maybe that's why I think it's been 45 minutes, but it's been two hours. And he's yeah. like, hey, get some water, get some food and come on. Back. He's like, oh, did I ever tell you about the one that literally went? Are you feeling lonely? <laughs> did I tell you about that one? I think her name was like Dawn. You'll probably get it now that we've said it out oh, loud yeah, and your yeah. phone's listening. But she's like, hey, are you feeling lonely? Maybe like Call put time. the phone down. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck you. I also, yes. <laughs> Also, yes, Dawn, whatever her name is. I feel so ashamed when they come on there that I actually turn my phone off because I'm embarrassed for myself, but no one's around. I'm just with myself. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, thing I'm is, ashamed. Is it works? The it thing does. is, is like the little passcode thing does not work for no. shit. I type the passcode and I forget I ever did it. The minute Dawn pops up and asks me <laughs> if I'm lonely. <laughs> I close the app and I walk away. Yeah, it is so shaming. So <laughs> citizens is. arrest. I understand the ethos behind it, but it really makes me. I'm like, oh my god, I need to like go to a therapy session right now. I know they're like, are you okay? <laughs> but honestly, like, who's only scrolling to? This is why I can't go on TikTok. I have to post something and leave, or only look at what you've sent me, you and Connor, <laughs> because. I will not stop scrolling. I know. Last night, we and Joe both got in bed and like the lights were off and he goes, should we scroll TikTok? I was like, yes. <laughs> so then I just like curled up and we just like, he just scrolled for me. And we were like, <laughs> so he likes your feet. I wonder what Joe's feed would be. Joe's is a lot of personal development, a lot uh -huh. of spirituality, a lot of uh, skateboarding, surfing. I was going to uh, say outdoorsy. Very outdoorsy kind of stuff. You know, some of it's my flavor. What's your current TikTok? Oh, what are you on right now? I am on natural hair spiritual witch gay a uh, new mom tiktok oh interesting what are you on i am also on <laughs> witch talk 
gay talk, a lot of dogs. A I'm lot on, of I'm dogs. On dog talk. I'm on dog talk. I used to be on baby talk, but I think I kept scrolling past them because I'm like, I can't keep doing this. You know, you can put not interested. Because I right? fall in love with these little babies. I know. I love oh, babies. Have you seen the one who he like talks a lot and he lives on a farm and he has his chickens and he calls them his girls? Yes. Oh, yeah. I love him so much. Yeah. <laughs> And he has a mullet. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. I love him so much. I had to stop. I was like, I had to scroll away because I'm like, I will watch this child for days. And then there's another one that I've recently got. Oh, I'm on ADHD TikTok. I'm on ADHD TikTok because of you. But you know what? I don't get type one TikToks. But I'm like, on type you one TikTok. Taylor send me type I get one all TikToks. The time. I, you know what it is? I actually watch them. I'm so, I love watching people change their Dexcoms, yeah. like uh, doing a change. And I'm like, I don't know, because I know you so well. I'm like, feel, I feel like I'm part of the community. And clearly I am because I'm on. No, you are. I'm on type one TikTok. No, you really are. Like <laughs> if there's an advocate for type one people, it is Corinne. She knows the facts. I know the facts and I know the lingo yeah. and, I, and I know the devices. And she's, she <laughs> is on. And I trust that you would not kill me if I were in an emergency. I like every, kill you. everybody's like, so I give you more insulin, right? And I'm like, please do not. I will die so fast. <laughs> I would never. I would never. We've gotten off topic. We've gotten off topic. <laughs> but you know what? That's the that's really the end of the episode. That's the end of the episode, you guys. If you like this episode, we have a similar episode, which is episode 76. It's called Sustainable Living, Simple Ways to Be More Eco-Friendly. So you can also mm -hmm. just start there. If yeah. composting feels a little complicated, just, you know, make some little changes. And they're very simple. They are very simple. Yeah. And if you guys like the episode, feel free to rate and review it. We read your reviews on the podcast. So... I keep saying this. You might get famous. So you might get famous. You never know. <laughs> and we will be back next week with another episode. Love you guys. Goodbye.